Because, yeah, at the end of the day, you're a working writer, too. Welcome to Confessions of a Working Writer, the podcast where we're about to give you a brand new shiny title to put on your LinkedIn page, and also answer the number one question I get about this podcast. With you as always is me, I'm Matt Hampton, just a working writer living here in Charleston, South Carolina, for better or worse, a little better, you know, the temperature's coming down, so that's always good. For those of you who have not lived in the in in the South during a summer session, it's um, well. How do I put this? It's not hell, but it is right next door. So I'm really happy when late September hits October and we start seeing the couple of months where it won't be hotter than the hinges of the gates to hell. Anyway, I digress. So as we go into this, I said we're, we're going to give you a shiny new title and we're going to answer the biggest question I get about this podcast. So let's just start there. What is the biggest, most often asked question I get asked about the podcast? It's pretty simple. What do you mean, working writer? Right now, this question comes from a couple of different places. For some people, it's just curiosity, Right. Like, they want to know, you know, what does working writer mean? Like, I'm a writer. What do you mean when you say working writer? What is the addition of that? Occasionally, even as much as in how do I get there? How, Matt, do I get to a place where I can earn six figures working on my writing like they promise me on every other fucking blog I look at? Others, uh, there's a little bit more of an indignant egotistical response. Like, what do you mean working writer? As though I don't work. I work my ass off. Good, good for you. I mean, then you're probably a working writer, right? Um, and still others kind of ask it in, in an even more assholish manner where they say, you know, what do you mean working writer? As though writers don't work. It, here's the thing. Let's, let's start with my typical disclaimer about these kind of topics. Titles are bullshit. Right, to just be perfectly honest, titles are bullshit, and titles in the arts are kind of like the greatest form of bullshit, right? Like, there's some of them, they're, they're job titles, right? You know, like, I think the one we all, when we think of, of writers, the title we think of most commonly is, like, Poet Laureate, right? Which is fine, I mean, it's an achievement, but it's like anything in the arts, it's a fairly subjective fucking achievement, right? I believe the Poet Laureate of the United States is named by the president. Does it make them the greatest poet in America? Well, no. It depends on who the president is and who they think the best poet at the time is. Like, there's a lot of subjective shit. You know, half the poets, and more than half the poets that you remember when you think of great poets were never a poet laureate at all. It, it, it's fine. It's a position. It has things. And poet laureates do good work. I'm not shitting on the job. I'm just saying, if you somehow think the title is that fucking important, then I don't know. 
give up, I, like just walk away from it. It doesn't fucking matter. It's kind of like how everybody that goes and buys some LuLaRoe fucking leggings decides they're CEO of their own retail operation now. A retail operation consisting of one person who also scrubs the fucking toilets and cleans the damn mirrors. Right? Like it's 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 a title. They're meaningless. Right? Like like writer, author, poet, playwright, spoken word artist, yada. Like they're self-descriptors. That's all they are. Right? All any title in the arts are is a self-descriptor. I'm a painter. Why do you say that? Because I paint stuff. I'm a writer. Why do you say that? Because I write stuff. I'm a poet. Why do you say that? Because I write poetry. Right? I'm, I'm a playwright. Why do you say that? Because I write plays, right? There's no, like, vetting process to get these titles. You know? We obsess over them. We all do. I've done it. We obsess over our title. We obsess over what it's going to be and how it's going to work and who we're going to say it to and where we put it, especially now because there's social media. So there's, like, that that plaque on your door that when I was in my in my late teens, early 20s, would only be seen by fucking me is now available via Facebook and LinkedIn and can be seen by the whole world. You know? I mean, maybe my least favorite, maybe my least favorite writing title, because it's so, it's been so cheapened, is author. Published author is my least favorite fucking title. And there's a reason, because it's cheap now. Right? It's cheap. Every single get ready because here it comes bear in mind personal disclaimer if you've listened to this podcast enough you understand that i have a very mixed relationship with personal professional development people some of you are brilliant and great a bunch of you are grifters that's just the reality right if you really do give things to your client and help them grow awesome god bless you you know that i'm not talking to you because you know what you do if you're offended at me calling you a grifter it's because you're a grifter please shut down your business and go away all right there's my disclaimer so let's go to the published author right every single coach I've ever encountered from ones that can give you amazing advice on how to solve problems and can actually guide you through creative processes to ones who will tell you how to get the amazing life because they made money telling other people how to get the amazing life have some book that they put up on Amazon and got bought a whole bunch and there you go they're now a best-selling author like that's it Author is my least favorite title. And the only reason I'm telling you that, the only reason I'm ragging on published author or doing any of this shit is so you understand titles are bullshit. For creatives, we spend too much time obsessing on titles like they'll validate our art. They won't. They're bullshit. Right? They are. What? You're, to be a poet. So how do I become a poet, Matt? Well, first, you must wander the seven sacred mountains of poetry, learning the seven poetry styles from the seven poetry masters. After studying at the feet of the seven poetry masters, you then must choose your poetic form. Is it on the page? Is it performance? Is it long form and lyrical? Is it more free verse? Are you writing sestinas or haikus? Once you have selected the poetry form that you will master, you must engage in its challenge. Should you decide to be a spoken word artist or performance poet, you will go to your local open mic. You will continue to perform there until the day that the nearest poet laureate appears at your area and blesses you with the title of poet. Then you shall travel the world combating poets with your poetry style against theirs until you attain the rank of master, upon which you will return to the seven sacred mountains of poetry 
history and assume your mantle as a representative master for your school. It's 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 a crock, right? <laughs> like, come on, that whole thing is the plot of a bad kung fu movie. It one hundred percent is. I'm I'm literally cribbing like three bad kung fu movies I know. Like that, it doesn't have. How do you decide you're a poet? Did you write a poem? Yeah, congratulations, you're a poet. Next. That's it. For writers that are like, well, that doesn't make them a poet, man. No, it does. It doesn't make them a good poet, but it makes them a poet. All right? Like, I wrote 75 shitty poems when I was 12 about some girl I had some weird crush on because it was the first crush I think I really had. And I wrote all these poems, and they were all garbage, and I'm super happy that there is no physical record of them, just a vague memory in my head. I was a poet. Wasn't a good one, but I was a poet. So with that rant about how titles are bullshit out of the way, let's talk about the one good thing of having a title. Because there is one good reason to have them. There's one reason you want a title. For yourself. Yeah, that's it. You, you want a title for yourself. You don't need to worry about for anybody else, and they don't actually validate much, but what they do is help you kind of feel about yourself. They give you some kind of anchoring, some kind of North Star, and whatever that may be, man. I know some people that the title of poet is really important to them, and that's good, because they work on their poetry. They write, man. They love it. Good. If that helps, then then do it, Right? I recently put a post up on Medium where I used the title Grand Poobah of Prose. If that helps, go for it. I'm sometimes tempted to put that on my LinkedIn just as a side confession there. Um, but yeah, like if it helps, great. If it helps to call yourself a writer to refer yourself that way, fine. If, if the title holds some meaning to you, then great. Just don't think that somehow it's bigger than it is. That was a really long disclaimer. That's a long disclaimer, but I just don't want people getting caught up in titles, right? They, they don't help this, this, what is honestly a really tough life, they don't help it be any better. So let's, let's kind of get into the working writer question, right? Because I gave my big disclaimer, titles are bullshit. Okay, Matt, so why do you have this title? Well, one, it's part of the title of the show. Uh, but where does it come from? All right, let me tell you the story. When I was little, I wanted nothing more than to be a Jedi Knight. Uh, no shit. I saw Star Wars. I saw Return of the Jedi when I was three years old. I wanted to be a Jedi Knight and a fighter pilot. Um, certain members of my family were resoundingly cruel and made sure to remind me that that could not happen. So, despite the fact that at 41, I continue to try to make shit move with my thoughts, uh, unsuccessfully, but I'm not giving up until I die. And maybe I'll become a ghost. Maybe that's my thing. I'll wander around as a ghost and mess with people. But... Uh, I, I then decided I wanted to tell stories and that I wanted to be a writer. And as you grow up in that, eventually, right, when we're little, when we're in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, people are always, uh, yeah, you're going to be a writer. It's going to be great. It's a great job. Blah, blah. And then you get to that age where, I don't know, maybe it's that you're an adolescent, you're annoying, whatever it is, some adult somewhere gets a radio signal to shit on your dreams. They do. They get that radio signal 100% to shit on your dreams. And so they do. They tell you that it can't happen, there's no money to be made in writing, blah, blah, blah. I went to college and I heard there was no money to be made in writing um, from other writers who had become teachers. Like, I heard this whole thing. They weren't really entirely wrong. They weren't entirely right either. So, 
through all those years, this idea of being a working writer was something I fixated on, right? And I don't want to dive too deep into my fucking superhero origin story, which keeps coming up every time I talk about this stuff. But let's just really quickly go over it. If you really want to know, there's an episode in season one called How Storytelling Saved My Life. It'll tell you the whole thing. Anyway, uh, July 4th, 2018, I was working as an insurance salesman, pretty sure I wanted to die. Um, I, and I mean, seriously, like July 4th, I, I had my shades drawn in my apartment and was a little bit drunk and sitting there with, with a loaded handgun thinking that this was about the end because this was as good as it was going to get. And I decided with a lot of factors um, that I wasn't going to and that I was going to move on and I was going to quit my job as an insurance salesman and move on. And, and when I quit my job as an insurance salesman... Uh, it sort of occurred to me that life had gotten so bad that I, I, there was nothing left to lose. So with nothing left to lose, I said, well, fuck it, let's give it a shot at being a writer. Let's try to be a working writer. That thing that eluded us since childhood, right? I was 38 years old at the time. Or no, I was, was I 30? Yeah, I was 38 years old. Holy shit. That was a long time ago. Anyway, I was 38 years old and, uh, and that was, that was the deal. So, I went and did these little adventures and all, and when I started this podcast, I was working in copywriting and in marketing, and technically making a living writing, and so I kind of tongue-in-cheek said, uh, confessions of a working writer, because I was technically a working writer, right? It was At first, it was a little bit of a joke. But then it came to mean something else, right? Then it came to be something to focus on, and I left that marketing job and have been working as a writer since. So here's what it means to me to say I'm a working writer, right? Here's what the internal part of that is for me and why I use that title to remind myself what I need to be doing. And you can break that title down into two parts. There's the working part and there's the writer part. We'll go ahead and address the second part first, okay? The writing part's easy. If you sat down and fucking wrote something, congratulations, you're a writer. I don't care, play, short story, blog, essay, whatever, you're a writer. Okay? If you journal in a journal, you're a writer. Writing is like the most fundamental of human skills. It really is. It's one of the earliest things we teach kids is, is how to read and write and use language. It's, it's very important storytelling, the whole thing. Human history is guided by language and writing and reading, our ability to use it. 100%. That's great, right? That's, that's, that's a thing. <laughs> we, we work with language. We work with words. We work with writing. But, and here's where it gets tricky, we often start splitting hairs on those titles. So here's where I'm going to tell you. As much as titles are bullshit, I'm going to go on the record and prepare for the onslaught of people that are going to be pissed at me for saying it. If you write shit, you're a writer. Done deal. I don't feel like establishing standards and a board of review to decide who's a real writer and who's not a real writer, especially because I don't know that shit. And no one knows that shit. Spare me before we jump into the canon of great writers. Ah, Matt, and the canon of great writers. You know, think about the canon, Matt, and the masters of the day, like Dickens. Right, like Dickens, whose books were serialized in magazines and was basically the Stephen King of his era. 
right? Like every great canonical writer was popular at their time. We now like to look back at them and go, oh, the great canonical. And especially if they've fallen a little out of fashion, but we still have to admit they were good at what they did. It's awesome because then we can say they were a master and we can ignore modern shit. Right, But the reality is all of these guys, all of these women, everyone doing this thing started somewhere, it usually sucked, and they got better. So you don't have to wait until the canon of academic gatekeepers decides you're awesome. You don't. You write, you're a writer. Leave it simple. There you go. I just gave you a title. Congratulations. You're all writers now. The working part is where this gets tough. And there's two reasons this gets tough. First of all, because working as a writer is rough. And there's a reason for it. It's because we sell artists bullshit. There's a huge industry to sell artists bullshit. And that bullshit comes in the form of looking at a writer and saying, ah, yes, Matt, Matt, yeah, follow your passion. Dive into your enthusiasm and let that carry you. Now, I've been really trying to be serious as a writer since I was about 10 years old. I had the idea before him, but since about 10 is when I really started trying to be serious about that. So honestly, that's over 30 years at this point in some way, shape, form, fashion, or another. I promise you, the enthusiasm and the passion comes and goes, right? It's, it's going to be like dating somebody for a long time. Some days you're going to be like, oh, I love them so much. And the other days you're like, what the fuck? I'm serious. Talk to my girlfriend about this. She'll tell you. I'm sure there are days she looks at me and goes, what the fuck? Uh, but in the end, she loves me. But the point is that red-hot passion, that enthusiasm, that shit comes and goes. There are days it's easier than others, right? You're going to deal with rejection slips. You're going to deal with critics. You're going to deal with just people not reading your shit. You're going to deal with the fact that there's not a whole ton of money and that the money that can be made takes a while to get there, right? Like, you want to write a novel that's going to sell a million copies. Well, first you have to write the novel, and that shit takes time. You're going to do good things. You're going to do bad things, right? That's, that's the nature of writing. So the first part, to get that working part, to your writer, right? You've got to have that persistence to keep doing it. If you only write when the passion hits you, then I can't really say you're a working writer. You know, you're kind of a writer by passion, right? Like, when it hits me, I do it. I don't know that you'll get a novel done that way. I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't know that you'll ever get a longer work done. Feel free to prove me wrong, by the way. If I were the end-all, be-all, grand poobah of prose who got to make that decision, then I would not be here doing this podcast. I would be somewhere else on the seven sacred mountains of poetry. But <laughs> on the Everest of prose that, high, that stands high above the seven sacred mountains of poetry. I don't know, man. I'm creating a mythology in my head. Deal. So... When we're talking about this, persistence, right? That's the part of being a working writer. I think about it. I think about persistence. And the other part I think about is about treating it like it's a job. Now, I hated this when I was younger. I hated this when I was younger. So if you're a younger writer hearing me right now and you think this is bullshit and you're ready to turn me off, I get it. Because I felt the same way. But now in my 40s, I've realized that writing kind of has to be treated, it, it does, it has to be treated like a job if you want to make a go of it. You have to get there, you have to have time to do it, you have to dedicate time to do it, you have to keep trying to improve and hone and work your craft, you have to put time, you have to put money into it, like it's a job, it's a business, it is work. Oh, you can love the work. But let's put all the great purveyors of lifestyle porn to the fucking side for a minute. 
and acknowledge that while we love the work, it's still work, right? That's a lifestyle porn thing when guys are like, I don't really work. That's not really work because I love doing it. Are you doing it for money? Is it your job? Well, yeah, then it's work. Guys, I was in the military 13 years. There were times in the military I was really happy doing my work. There were missions I was part of, humanitarian aids and things like that that I was really proud of. Still work. Still work. So forget this whole lifestyle porn thing because it doesn't, it's, it's, it's crap. It's 100% crap. Right? You have to be persistent. You have to treat this like work. And then you have to write. That's what being a working writer is about. Being a working writer is about just giving it a go and trying all the time to keep getting those words out, frankly, in a world that tells you, you know, fuck you, we don't need what you're doing, go find something good to make, can't you build a dating app for, like, epileptic puppies? You know, what are you doing here? Isn't there some data-driven Google Analytics solution that you could do? Maybe you could have an employee dance around in a robot suit and tell me you're going to make robots at some indefinite point in the fucking future. Can't you create a Snuggie for me or build a video game or do a movie thingy? Or maybe, you know, maybe you could just have, I don't know, could you grow like local organic regional produce? Like there's a million things people think you should be doing besides this. The working writer is the person that hears all that shit and still gets up every day and does their stuff, right? It's not quite being a coal miner because it probably won't fucking kill you. That's true. I don't care if people are like, I bleed on the page. F off. It's not, you're not going to die like they would in a coal mine, okay? Deal. But it's pretty fucking rough. The reason I say I'm a working writer is not to impress any of you. It's to remind myself that when the days get tough, I still sit down to the page and I put words on it. I still write good words, bad words, words I'm super proud of, words I kind of wish I had a black hole in my office that I could throw them into so no one knew they existed ever. I do it. Success, failure, acceptance, rejection. I eat it all and keep working. That's what being a working writer is. Beyond that, everything else is just achievement and accomplishment. I published 97 books. Good for you. You're as much a working writer as the guy trying to write his first novel who just keeps at it. That's it. That's all it has to be. You know, who gives a shit about that other writer trying to shit on you anyway? And don't pretend that they're not out there, because there are. There are plenty of them. The guy out there wants to tell you about all the books they publish and all the things they do and how naturally, wonderfully, amazingly talented they are with so little effort. And you should just, you know, for, for plebeians like you, you have to keep doing shit. Fuck that guy. Right? He doesn't even give a shit about the writing. And odds are, if you read the books, a lot of those guys, I've, I've, I've taken the plunge and read some of their novels. Some of them are shit. I mean, barely readable. Barely. If you're one of those writers and you think that I've read your book, feel free to call me and be like, have you read my book? And if I have, I will explain to you in graphic detail why I think it's shit. Especially, especially, actually not even especially, only if you're shitting on other writers. If you're shitting on other writers, I will shit back, son. Wow, this got really crazy. This went way off the rails. Anyway, 
So are you writing? Do you keep trying it even though the world slams your fucking hand in the door every time? Great. You're a working writer. Put that note on your door. Tack it on. Put it on a sticky note and tack it to your computer screen. Write it in your journal. Write down, I am a working writer. Hold it like a badge. Own that thing that when the world says it's tough, when the world says things are hard for you, you're still a working writer. In this world where we tear each other down and brag about our success, sometimes that shit's like being a military member, okay? It takes resilience and grit to do this job. So if you're trying, even if that means you do it, write saying put it out, get torn down and cry, and then pick up the pen and do it again, good job. You're a working writer. And if they ask who told you that, if you say I'm a working writer and someone goes, who told you that lie? You reference them back to me. Because if you're doing that kind of work, then you are 100% a working writer. That's not a confession. That's just a fact. And I'm proud of you. So write down somewhere right now, I'm a working writer. Put it on a sticky note. Put it on your journal. Type it across the screen. Throw it on your LinkedIn. I don't care. Put it on Facebook. Shout it to the rooftops. Put it on Twitter. I'm a working writer. Don't hashtag anything. I don't give a tag me. Don't tag me. I don't care. This isn't a social media endeavor. This isn't a marketing ploy. This is for you. You're a working writer, and you deserve to own that title because this game is hard. It's one of the hardest games you're ever going to engage in, and you're doing it. You're a working writer, and I'm fucking proud of you. So get out there and do the work. That's it, working writers. Until next time, I'm Matt Hampton, just a working writer here in Charleston, South Carolina, not that different from any of you other working writers listening to me now. And this has been, well, it's been a rant, but it's also been my confession. And I'll talk to you all again real soon.